I would have to go through my my collection of every time I've organized an episode. Yeah. And, and count all of them. Yeah. There's like 60 documents. Do you think I have the time for that? Yes. Nope. I'm a farmer. I got farming to do. You play Stardew Valley. And I'm a farmer. Got her beach boyfriend. <laughs> I got okay. my beach boyfriend. He, would, he wouldn't dance with me. The fucking forest dance festival thing happened. And I asked I am, him to I dance with me. I don't want the beginning we, of this podcast to be you talking about what's happening in your save of Stardew Valley. After we had that special cutscene, and he said he would remember that I like romance novels, and I gave him more maple syrup, he still doesn't want to dance with me. We have a cold open. This is the cold open. Oh, suddenly we're changing. Suddenly, now that you're talking about Stardew Valley, you're comfortable doing a different cold open than we normally do. <laughs> Everything about this episode is different. So okay. Here's the thing. Gabriel and Zosie are here. They're our friends. Uh, they're on the other couch. You're going to be hearing from them later. There was a little bit of silence earlier that then Sarah said something <laughs> in response to. That was because Gabriel was talking. I don't know if that's being picked up on the microphone, but they'll have a microphone later. Um, right now, we're just going to jump into, do I have to compose a new intro for this sp- special version? Um, no. Okay. Attention. Bad jokes, dad jokes, and puns that just don't work? The doctor will see you now. Hello? It's Evan Diem's Joke Doctor. We're here to make a house call. This is a different episode than we normally do, and it's going to work a little differently. Yes, normally Evan Diem's Joke Doctor is a podcast where my co-host Sarah finds jokes somewhere, reads the setup to me, I try to guess the punchline, and then we talk about if the joke can be improved, and then we, we discuss the merits of it and other things about jokes. But today is going to be a little different, because we're only going to do that a little bit. And then we have our friends here and we're going to play a little game and maybe have a little conversation from two people who we respect very much from our little shitposting online corner of the world. Arguably the most important corner in our lives. I would say so. Yeah. We wouldn't have a podcast today if it weren't for shitposting. That's probably true. Don't you think that's beautiful? We wouldn't be in this lake house right now. This beautiful <laughs> lake house right on Lake George, New York. We wouldn't be here right now if it weren't for Mountain Goat shitposting. Thank you, Mountain Goat shitposting. Thanks, John Darneal, for being a good sport and not plugged into the online sphere <laughs> in this specific way. Because you would, uh, we would feel so much guilt if he knew what we were I doing. I think you would hate it so much. Oh, he definitely does hate it. But I'm not going to like call him up and tell him what I'm doing. <laughs> You have his phone number. Just send him a text every time you start to make a shit post. You're like, hey, bud, just want to check in, make sure you're okay with this one. Hey, remember those four songs where you talked about rubbing fruit all over yourself or somebody else? <laughs> I'm going to do something with that. And I just want you to know, don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, mute me on Twitter for the next 24 hours. You're not going to want to see this. Um, you got a first joke? We're not going to do emails. We're going to, this is yeah. a house call. This is different. We're lounging right now. We're lounging also with emails. More people need to be sending emails. Send emails to edjdpodcast at gmail.com. And if that's difficult for you to remember, sorry. I thought it should have been joke doctor at gmail.com. But this, I mean. I've never, you never said that to me. Well, we did. You didn't ask me before you made the email. That's true. 
you could have expressed your your qualms. And, then, and now we have. You could have two expressed your qualms like over be- a year ago before episode fifty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyway, you could also find us on social media and people message us were, there or whatever. People had been sending emails until this point. Maybe we just need new listeners who have stuff to say to us. Yeah, do that. Hey, hey new sh- listener. Share. Okay, I don't think addressing <laughs> a new listener means we get one. Share this podcast with your friends like we're doing. Look, we can share this podcast with our friends by having them on the podcast, the least you could do is play it in the car for someone who tolerates you. Yeah. You got a first joke? Yeah, I have jokes. Wonderful. What do you call a three-sided bird at the beach? Three-sided? Yeah. <laughs> a bird with three sides? Yeah. Okay, so like that- Like from like a, like a video game, like in early 2000s. Like imagine like if there was like a oh, bird a and like- Gonna like a, cracker? a bird, like in the first version of like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So is it Polygon a cracker? No, it's not. Okay, because it's okay. Is it Polygon parrot? No. Is it a poly no, thing? No. Okay. Is um, has to do a three. So is it a triangle thing? Yes. Okay, and it's at the beach. Yeah. Birds at the beach are usually seagulls, right? Uh-huh. So is it a triangle? Triangle. Yeah. A triangle. Yeah. Huh. Mm. <laughs> well, our friend Kozuma has just given a okay hand sign about that joke. Um, I might have to dispute that somewhat, but <laughs> you all can laugh outwardly if you feel like you want to, but you can also wait till you're on mic. That's I'll, I'll bear in mind that I'm allowed to laugh. Wonderful. Um, a tr- triangle. It, uh, because the gull is only the very last part of it. Yeah. And <laughs> I feel like this one maybe works in a, just like the three-sided bird is just so out of nowhere. <laughs> it's so completely <laughs> contrived. It doesn't exist in anything else. Like you need what a you word mean, you've where never it like- have never seen a three-sided bird. I've seen a, I don't know. I guess no. I've seen like a two-sided bird, which is like the front and the back. But I've never You've seen, seen a bird from like three three quarters perspective. No, I don't think so. <laughs> They're always either facing directly at me or directly <laughs> away. Um, because the thing is, try an gull is like it feels like you want to be using the try for something. It's just taping gull to the end of triangle, and then the trian doesn't do anything. And then a bird that has three sides is also nothing. So right, so you have to establish a world in which a a geometrically. Point... That's why I said the the first Crash Bandicoot game. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So if this is a what, uh, what do you a PS one game, yeah. but like it would still be like <laughs> I don't know if you played Crash Bandicoot recently, but they do have yeah. they're they're like I have it on Switch. They're like polygons, right? They're not yeah. like. So it would be like a pyramid. It'd yeah. be like a pyramidical, but that's nothing. Oh shit! You know, like that kid Phineas and Phineas and Ferb with his triangle head. Yeah, just a bird like that. Oh, you're just a, <laughs> make. You're just telling me to imagine a different. <laughs> imagine a bird that's a triangle. Okay, okay, cool. Got it. So imagine a bird that's a triangle, and then that joke kind of makes sense. Next joke, please. <laughs> Where do you take sick ponies? Hospital. Yeah. Next. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we need to talk about hospital. No hospital. Horse- Where you take your mom? 
sir, you, I take Gabe. My mom listens to this podcast. <laughs> I hope that didn't get picked up. Um, you want another joke? Uh, no. You want to say something about hospital? Well, I, I I could also say that that's what we call Gabe's mom's backwash. That's that's a better joke. Yeah. See? If we're throwing each other's moms oh, at this, good. yeah. yeah. That, was that was a good iteration. Thank you. That yeah. Good, that. I dunked it and then you grabbed it. <laughs> <and> <laughs> it back up and then it. Is a is a double alley oop. I think that really the thing that this joke is missing out on is the fact that spittle, like horse spittle, is something. Mm-hmm. You know, like what do you call when your horse is choking? Or something like that. Poor baby. Because, but, but, like, grammatically, you need something where, like, the hospital and horse spit are both <laughs> grammatically justifiable answers. And I'm not entirely sure how to do that. I mean, if it's Kozuma says it's also there's also horse piddle like piss. So see so if it's a sick pony. Sick pony. They could have a little sick like, pony, dude. Like little cough type thing producing spittle. Oh yeah. Perhaps. Horse spittle. Yeah. That's pretty good. There we go. Yeah. Wow. We're just adding layers. I don't know if we're like making anything cohesive quite yet. Yeah. But like if you're just like that that gum that has a bunch of layers. Yeah, like a thing that has layers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah it has layers like gum that has layers. What are you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> it's a triangle like a head that's a triangle um, <laughs> you have to laugh audibly so people know that you're not just crying <laughs> um, boy oh boy can you tell it's been a while since we've podcasted it's, well you're having we're having a good time yeah. <laughs> horse spittle I think also this is one where it's very fun to imagine an accent where you might say, "Oh, we got oh, our, one of our ponies broke its leg, and we had to take him to the hospital." And it just they just like like wash, you know. People say wash. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hate we washed that. our horse oh, too hard, and now God. we had to end up at the hospital. <laughs> it it really doesn't feel like an R should be in there. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no. but hey, I say I say like. I think like the first time Milk. I heard somebody Folk. say wash, I was like in elementary school and I was like Milk. at somebody's house and their parents said, yeah. wash your hands for dinner. And I was like, what? What are you, What do you want me to do with my hands? What do you want me to do? I'm like, I may be from the South, but that does not mean I know what you're saying. You know where else it's really upsetting to hear is in the song Rain is a Good Thing. Do you know this song? I do know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he says wash. Does he say wash? Yeah, at some point, and it just doesn't fit because he's like trying too hard to be like a country music southern accent singer. Yeah, and it just doesn't come out. Um, let's start to another joke, please. His baby is too frisky. Okay, what do eye doctors do in their spare time? What do eye doctors do in their spare time? Yeah. So an eye doctor is either an optometrist or an ophthalmologist it's an optometrist optometrist is this one okay like i would change that in the setup what do optometrists oh you would do? say optometrist okay so that's not in the punchline. no that's just like a more specific yeah so i don't start trying to come up with no. stuff that works for ophthalmology <laughs> it does it have something to do with being at sea yes 
they go to the seaside. They go on a cruise. Activity. Sea. sea surf. Mm-mm. <laughs> What's a so is it? A, it's a thing that has sea in it. Yeah. Seesaw. It's not seesaw. Okay. Like at sea. <laughs> no. Sea. It's not Sea World. No. See, I actually wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Gabe said Sea World. If you didn't hear it, but I actually think that's a great answer, especially if the <laughs> like. <laughs> What do optometrists do on vacation? Sea World. That is. <laughs> it's a good joke. It is just a joke from the office. Though. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Is it specifically a joke from the office or is it. That's. Because I know he does the like, why use many words when. It's part of that bit. Oh, and they at, also at do Sea World. At one point, yeah, they say, like, well, what are you going to do with all the extra time from not saying those words? And he says, Sea World. And they're like, well, see, we don't know if you mean, like, Sea <laughs> World. Or, like, yeah. Damn. The Office is, uh, turns out it's a pretty good show. Is that your official professional opinion? Yeah. Interesting. Based just off of that oh, okay. bit. Yeah. And the one where, like, Jim puts Dwight's stapler in, je- in jelly. Yeah, that is good. That's the, that's the only two things I'm ranking it by. What is the answer to this one? Because if it's not sea saw, then I don't know. It's go deep sea fishing. Go deep sea fishing? Yeah. So they picked something <laughs> that had sea in it, and then none of the rest of the words mattered. Yeah. Cool. That's what they do in their spare time, optometrists. Deep sea fishing. Deep sea fishing. It's, I would rather <laughs> it were deep fish seeing. <laughs> they love aquariums. Yeah. Deep fish seeing. <laughs> Wait. No, 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 no. Okay, so here's what the joke is. I think the punchline has to be where you accidentally say one and then you have to correct yourself to the other. Right? Yeah. Like, I think I've talked about this before. There's the Tim Vine joke that's like, <laughs> it's one that it sounds like he messes up on purpose, but he says, I saw this raven going mad. It was crow crazy. Wait, sorry. Crow going crazy. It was raven mad. <laughs> that's so like something like that where like deep like but the thing is still like you it would have to be like a naval optometrist or something like that for the fish to have anything to do with it belly buttons don't have eyes yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to be on this podcast look like Zosia said eye doctors on a cruise so maybe it's what, why, what were the optometrists doing on the cruise? Deep fish seeing. Wait, deep sea fishing. Maybe that, I think that's as close as we can get to this joke working. Okay. Um, and since we've really started to make Gabriel second guess this and make Zosie participate, we're going to move to introducing our lovely guests, Gabriel Branson and uh, Kozuma. Zosie Sandel. So we're going to pass one of the microphones to them. It's weirdly heavy. But this is, you can hear me. You're picking me yes, up. Yes, What if I did the whole thing as ASMR? Don't do that. <laughs> I would say don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for joining us. This is a house call, and we're at Gabriel's Lake House in Lake George. Not like the family's lake house, a historical... Yeah, the Branson family lake house. Thank you for coming. My my jokes are very sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was looking at one of them earlier, and I think we may just have to put them all down. Yeah, it's got my jokes. Ha- my jokes have a uh, have bad joke disease. So bad joke disease. Yeah, 
What are the symptoms of that? No one laughs at me anymore. Yep. <laughs> my my jokes. So you're already fixing it. Oh yeah, yeah, they're already getting better. <laughs> my jokes have broken bones, no legs to stand on. Mmm. Help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I could give you both this mic. Like, I could give you two two mics, and then we would just not. It would just be your podcast at that point. That sounds. I, I would love that, and I think you would hate that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we need another white man with a podcast. <laughs> anyway, welcome to our podcast, Whitey. Um, we. <laughs> so our new traveling physician friends, Gabriel and Kozuma, are here to talk a little bit about jokes. Um, we were actually having a really good discussion, just, just naturally, um, earlier today about like the merit of like walking people to a punchline versus just giving them all of the pieces to figure it out. Walking someone to a punchline is when I'm at a party and I show my friend where to get a drink. And sometimes you... (laughs) No, Zosie, you have to be actually laughing to throw your head away from the microphone. I I thought I was going to... It's like when you think you're going to (laughs) sneeze. You're like, oh... That was a joke. I'm going to move my head. I I guess I did both things at once. Like, started to laugh. I'm like, oh, you know, you got to do it quiet and also lean away. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically playing drums, but with your own mirth. So, no, no, keep going. Don't. don't. I'm not going to explain it. Good, yeah. Which Gabriel loves. So, um, as the sort of homeopathic doctor among us who sort of believes, like, when a joke is sick, and I want to take modern the modern medicine approach and fix it and make it easier to understand. You would say, uh, you know, dilute the joke in ninety nine parts water to one part joke and let people figure it out themselves. Yeah. In fact, we did in the conversation earlier. I think I referred to it as Darwinian comedy. <laughs> so do you want to just like we were? I, I what just, were we talking about specifically? And just like your opinion on this as a joke. Writer. I mean, yeah. My whole thing is I I don't think you should explain a joke because it's not funny anymore which is kind of immediately like a statement that i think rings universally true to most people i think it's the degree to which you apply that that is different for the two of us Mm. like i feel like i have more extreme feelings on not explaining a joke yeah to the point of what oh gabriel likes to make facebook posts that are jokes that average like five likes and he's Happy with that. Yeah, but I really feel like I earned those five likes. Like, I know I'm not pandering just for more likes. Like, I know if someone likes one of my Facebook posts, it's because they actually thought it was funny. Or they, they're they like, oh, God, Gabriel posted it again. I don't want to look stupid. I got to I gotta throw it a like. And that's fine, too. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, like, one of the interesting things that I try to tackle on this podcast is the what I believe to be a misconception that like explaining a joke makes it not funny anymore and i think that there's definitely truth to the sentiment that like you lose the uh, type of joke that it is right so if you want to give everyone just the pieces to figure out the joke they come to it on their own and that is like a different experience than like walking someone up to the punchline and they just like lock that 
they lock the pieces together instead of having to also assemble all of the pieces is kind of like the way that I visualize it is I want to get people as close as they can before they lock it together instead of like risking that people aren't going to understand it because then it feels like I think some some of it has to do with my own insecurities because I feel like, well, if someone's just going to think I'm an idiot and talking about nothing because I just said a bunch of wild shit like hot dog sandwich piano slide like <laughs> but if but if then I say gliz sando glissando then they're like oh so you're you're doing something <laughs> and maybe it's not great but at least you're not insane sure i appre- I, I love that for you <laughs> i think that's <laughs> i think that's nice for you i just feel like for me personally if i were to say uh hot dog sandwich piano slide and people looked at me like a crazy person that would be the success in my book mm. but then stooping to to you know kind of stutter out like is like gliz sando yeah gliz sando, that's where it, it is now that i've i've compromised mm. my values and uh i also don't think that if someone if i were on the other end of that i wouldn't get anything out of that they right. would say like gliz sando glissando and i'd be like Oh, okay. But if someone just <laughs> said hot dog sandwich piano slide to me, yeah. and I thought they were a crazy person, <laughs> I would continue to think about that yeah. uh, <laughs> until either I didn't get it, mm-hmm. in which case like that is essentially for me the same as if I, they had explained it to me and I uh-huh. just didn't care, Yeah. or I eventually did get it. And that is a much greater high mm. when I did get it like three years later. Right. <laughs> because it wasn't explained. It's that long burn of like, it'll it'll hit eventually. Yeah, and like the sexual tension you have with the joke <laughs> over that three-year period makes it that much better when you do finally Nut. kiss. Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. Um, I think it's more collaborative when you give them all the components. It's like you're setting them up for a yes and. Mm-hmm. And if you just take them directly to the punchline, they can yes and, but it's not like laid out for them. Yeah. It definitely helps to have like, to know who you're talking to, right? Like I really value people where I do feel comfortable enough, like not handholding through it, right? Because I, I absolutely get that like, it is super satisfying to just like throw out the concepts and the thickest part of the thought branch mm-hmm. and like let them get to the tendrils that intertwine. Um, because when I connect with someone and they can put that together, that's super, super valuable. Yeah. And I think the difference is that I like to find those moments, but also because I don't think that explaining a joke makes it less funny inherently. You just have to, for me, because I didn't agree with that because I just like jokes. I, I think of them like creative writing and it's just, I don't need, like if someone explains to me what someone is going for in the writing, that doesn't mean it's like, oh, I can stop thinking about it. It means that I have somewhere to start on and then I can bring my own stuff into it. For me, it was about finding out if an interesting and engaging way to to explain jokes. Okay. Right? And I do appreciate that. I appreciate the idea of if someone explains a joke to you, you can still enjoy it academically yes rather than as like an entertainment product i get that i also think it comes down to like if you're talking about it as like a creative a form of creative expression if we're looking more academically at what a joke is yes i feel like if someone's explaining the joke 
or at least just like pushing you up to the point where you just have to put those last couple steps in Mm -hmm. that to me feels like busy work yeah like that's like the equivalent of you doing your like multiplication tables (laughs) versus actually like solving a sudoku puzzle which is much more satisfying that was a bad that was a bad example actually because solving sudoku is extremely tedious yeah pretty pretty (laughs) uh pretty equivalent to busy work but but do you get what i mean about that like i guess i i personally don't find that stimulating or engaging yeah but i do understand what you're saying about how it can be like from a meta perspective, yes. it, you can then analyze the joke better. There's definitely fun in it for me figuring out the way that most people can connect to it without making it seem like pandering. Just like there are going to be people who aren't going to know all of this stuff. Like they might not know all of the words, but like if you nudge them in the direction, they'll remember the thing that you need them to remember. So, like, it's a delicate balance of, like, poking them towards the thing they need to know so that they can, like, get the first step of it and then they can put the rest of it together. Uh, Yeah, I wanted to circle back to the Sudoku metaphor, which I think does work uh, because a lot of people do Sudoku on the toilet, uh, (laughs) which is also where the best place to figure out a joke that you didn't understand. So if somebody says something that clearly you were supposed to laugh at, you can just excuse yourself to the toilet, mm. uh, which is a great way to diffuse the awkwardness. I'm going to start practicing that. Like anytime Evan says something, I'll just be like, I have to pee and I'll leave. <laughs> yeah, we uh, yeah we, we have a bit where if one of us says a mediocre joke, the other one will say like, oh, that was a, a little bit of a jape. Like that's what we call a jape. Mm. Uh, so I think maybe we should change that to... Uh, I'm going to shit myself and I need to leave. <laughs> I'm going to go piss my pants. Bro, that's a real pisser of a joke. Yeah, the, the, I mean, that's a thing, pissing your pants, yeah, laughing. exactly. Like, oh, that was so funny that I uh, need to leave to because go I'm figure going to piss myself. Maybe that's like a good way of you two conveying that you think someone else's joke isn't funny. Because if you say, that's a real pisser, and they think that you're like, oh, that's piss my pants funny. But you mean I have to go think about what that was. I, I'm already envisioning somebody telling a bad joke in my presence. And then there's the awkward silence after it where nobody laughs and they're just mm-hmm. looking around. And then I'll say, like, uh, I have to go piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm just worried that for me, this is forming a cognitive distortion where now anytime I have to think really hard about something, I'm going to piss my pants. Well, I have. I have a friend who, uh, whenever he would go to the bathroom, he would say, uh, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go piss my pants." Mm-hmm. Did you ever clarify whether or not he took his pants off or not in the bathroom? Yeah, I think he took them fully off. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were pissed custom. on them on the floor. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that there's an awkward silence and then a peeing sound, <laughs> but you didn't. Should you we said all something do else. our best peeing sounds? No, Gabe, 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 Gabe. <laughs> That's my best. Do you want to try, Sarah? No. Oh, that, yeah, that does. What? Oh, no. No, what? Oh, no. What? 
Oh, no. Sometimes you just want to make a sound and you do something with your mouth and it's not the sound you no. meant to make. Yeah. You are going to lift that up in post, yes. right? You're going to really gonna be, crank that. I'm going to make that peak. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to clip that. That's going to be clipping. I think uh, this, this is great because if you need to piss your pants after hearing a joke and that's the noise that your piss makes, mm. that's a great time to see the joke doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great exactly. time to see a real doctor, I think. I am a real doctor. Okay. Well, then, yeah, there we yeah. go. Then we you have know. piss disease. Because I better go piss my Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have, I just ate a really spicy gumbo disease, <laughs> and it made you almost piss your pants. And that's just how it is sometimes. Did you want to explain that joke for the audience? No. Okay. They don't need to know. Okay. They don't need to know. But see, for the people who do get it, it's that much better because yeah. you don't explain it. Exactly. That's well, what I'm saying. The people who get it are us three. Yeah, us it's three. Not even Sarah. Joke. Sarah doesn't even know about it. Yeah, it's an inside joke, unlike your piss in your bladder, which has <laughs> <laughs> left your body. Do we want to play our game? That was a really yeah. good issue. Yeah, I would love to stop talking Perfect about piss. Perfect segue. That yeah. was a- this conversation went on too long that I kind of zoned out. And if you're on, if you are one of the hosts of a podcast and you're zoning out, it is the it is the guest's fault, in my opinion. Usually, um, that seems right. Yeah. That's okay. We're gonna play a little game. Or Josie, did you want to plug your other podcasts? Uh, I'm not into podcasts. I've been zoning out most of this <laughs> the whole time. I, I'm not sure where I am at this point. I'll tell you where you are. You are in the most important. Sun Porch on Lake George, because this is where we are playing the translation party game on Evan Diem's Joke Doctor, a podcast that now features a game every so often when we have people that we want to play a game with. Translation Party is a website that takes a phrase, translates it into Japanese, and then... <laughs> Sorry, the, the teleprompter is moving slowly. Uh, <laughs> for some... <laughs> um... I can read you like a teleprompter. So it translates it into Japanese. Oh, wait. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It translates it into the language they speak in Japan and then back into English and then back and forth until it eventually reaches equilibrium, at which the point the phrase will not be translated anymore. It doesn't change the more you translate it. Uh, and you end up with a slightly different sentence or a very different sentence than where you started. And the way that this game is going to work is that Sarah and I have sentences and we're going to read the equilibrium version and everyone else who did not do that is going to have an opportunity to guess what the original sentence was is there any sort of theme to these sentences i chose things that i think that you have heard before i also chose things that i think that you have heard and also vines okay Mm. i did also do i think at least one vine josie is an expert in vines yeah Oh, just me. Okay, so we'll start. It's sorry. Did you say? Did you say? Vine spurt. Thank you for repeating it into the microphone. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta go spurt my vine real quick. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Ooh, but like expert. Okay, like this. <laughs> you don't even have to piss yourself to figure that one oh, out. Oh my goodness! Wait, no. Go check. Go check. I think. Go check. <laughs> so we're gonna start with uh with uh the first one that so, seems like a good place to start yeah yeah so um sarah you can answer as well obviously my first sentence equilibriumed into if it kills me 
I will make it all the year. I mean... With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I I saw what it was on your screen. Well, don't look. I'm 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 gonna guess that it's I'm gonna make it through this year if it kills me. Yeah, which is a song. It's a lyric from a song that I think everyone here has probably heard. Tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Tequila by Drake. Yeah. yeah. That's the one that goes like da 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 da. Yes. I'm gonna make, make it, it through, through this, this year, year if it kills me. Tequila if De- it kills me. Tequila. <laughs> Tequila. me. It kill me. It kill me. Okay. Um, Gabe got that point. Oh, there's points. Oh, I just goofed it. Like I, I thought we were trying to be funny. Sorry. <laughs> I told you I'm king of games. That was off microphone before the podcast started, but I do need everyone to know that I am I'm going to win. Are you ready for number two? <laughs> yes. I'm realizing that uh, nodding doesn't track well in an audio medium. Lights and potato area came in front of my room. I'm sorry, one more time? I got it. I know what it is, but I, I want to say something dumb instead. Can I just hear it again? Flights in potato area came in front of my room. Okay, I've also got it. Yeah. My flight home was canceled uh, over New Year's by Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we actually had one of the only non-canceled Southwest flights. Yeah, during the great the great Southwest crisis. Super interesting thing. Wow. You mean the Dust Bowl? It's the Drake lyric. It's a potato flew around Run my room, room before you before left. You, before you came. You came. <laughs> a potato flew around my room Did before you came. <laughs> before you left. <laughs> before you left. Stop throwing potatoes <laughs> around my room. <laughs> I think Zosie gets the point, yeah? Yeah. I think you did actually figure it out faster than me, so that only seems fair. Mm-hmm. If we want to be your friend, we can dance. I, I mean, I have it. Feel free to Feel free to say it if you got it. Uh... With crit, no. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we, you can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. That is correct. Oh, I was thinking the next line of the song. Mm, if your friends don't dance. dance, no. It's we can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. If we want to be your friend, we can dance. My nemesis you doesn't dance. You don't have to hold the microphone to talk the, into it. The next line. Butt cheek, mother truck driver, stick man, pain. Ooh. Ooh, that hurt like a butt cheek on a stick. Is that? I think that's another vine, isn't it? Yeah. It oh. Is. I was thinking it, it was like my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Mm, that's pretty good. I had nothing. <laughs> I thought you were king of games, man. I am king of games, but I just you said those. It was like a it was like a Soviet spy code phrase. Like you said that combination of words, and my brain <laughs> shut down. <laughs> that's what Vine is all about. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just found out that I'm a sleeper cell. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. Future road works, I hope so. Well, that's road work ahead, I sure hope it does. That's correct. By Drew Gooden. By Drew Gooden. The song <laughs> by classic Drew Classic song by Drew Gooden. Good, Drew Gooden. I also put that one in, and I, <laughs> I think I went with like the final like equilibrium for that. Oh, it was so just like, actually... yeah, I'm, and then some, like, like an M-dash. It was just, yeah, I'm? Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. I don't know what that means. That would have been a lot harder to guess. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Oi, come on, come on, come on, everyone. Huh? 
Now, what is cooler than being cool? Okay. Ice is cold. <laughs> Ooh, I got. I. I, got, I mean, yeah, they I, kinda, I you, you kind of gave it away there. It's uh, ask not what your country can <laughs> do for you, but what you can do for your country. Yeah, <laughs> I think that is what it was actually. Okay. <clears throat> Once launched, it cannot be stopped. Oh, that's, uh, and now I am become death, destroyer of worlds. <laughs> but specifically as quoted by Robert Oppenheimer, not the original quote. Not the original. From, like, the Bible or something. You're very close. What goes up must come down. No. Once I forgot you pop, what you, you said. Can't right. stop. It's once you pop, you can't stop. Excellent. The Pringles, the Pringles slogan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once launched, it cannot stop. I feel like mine are too obvious. I had trouble getting them to like be fucked up enough. Should I start trying to make ones on my phone? That yeah, if you, yeah, do an do a reversal where I, now we are yeah. the host oh, and okay. you guys are playing the game. I can just do ones in my brain and then they'll be really messed up. <laughs> okay. You you speak Japanese? Sorry, Japan. No, I don't. That's why they're going to be really hard to decipher. <laughs> okay, I'll do I'll do one more while while Zosi takes over hosting this podcast. Bentley Bentayaga, man. Big bag sending. Balenciaga. Baldy back and fucking slut. All fucked. Big bags busting out the belly band. Take a man. Balenciaga. Barty back and all these bitches fucked. Yeah, that's exactly Jesus. it. <laughs> Is I that also a Mountain Goat song? I see. <laughs> it's some of his more recent work. Okay, yeah. Um, I haven't listened to In League with Dragons. I'm assuming it's off of... It's the Cardi verse on In okay, League with yeah, Dragons. Yeah. yeah. Cadaver sniffing dog featuring Cardi B. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I probably shouldn't be reading this. Okay, uh, the uh, who put coconut milk in my latte? I don't know. Gabe. I mean, I'm looking at it. No, I'm saying you put coconut milk in her latte. This was my oh. first uh, attempt. Do you want to know the original fla- phrase? Flav. The flays. <laughs> the the original phraser phrase. Uh, like flavor, 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 flavor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was who put coconut milk in my latte? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I thought you might have read the wrong one. You read the top. You got another one for us, Evan? Yes, also, I do. she's doing her dark works over here. Yes, I have one. But you'll be a queen in heaven now and sit among the angels. Ooh. One small small step for man, <laughs> one giant leap for mankind. That was actually can I, that can was I what it? I was can about to run through translation parties, so and I have to come up with. Can I hear, can I hear it one more time? Yeah, but you'll be a queen in heaven now and sit among the angels. I, my my brain, that sounds like a David Bowie lyric, like not not <laughs> fucked up. That just sounds like it would be a David Bowie lyric. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out if there's a David Bowie lyric that would be no. Okay. Is it? I don't know this. Shrimp heaven now. What? Oh my God, what? Jesus! How did it go from shrimp heaven? In it, it was in like two two stages. It just went shrimp heaven now, and then immediately after, but you'll be a queen in heaven now and sit among the angels. Well, that's that's because what? that's because in Japanese, the uh, <laughs> the they actually use the same word for both shrimp and you'll be in heaven sitting among the angels. <laughs> it's the same. They use the same word for both. Phrases. Queen yeah. and shrimp are the same word in Japanese. Probably. When I wake up in the morning and go outside, taking a deep breath makes me feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be, um, I would walk 500 miles 
and I would walk 500 more. Um, oh, ooh, close. It's making my way downtown. Although, walking fast. <laughs> coincidentally, I actually know it's not 500 miles because I did do that one, but it just turned into, because I'll be the man who walked 500, 500, 1,000 miles to your door. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this isn't great. I keep putting in phrases that I feel like are going to give me some pretty right? exotic results, and it's just like they change the prepositions. It's that's a, it. I think I think the thing is this this website was like popping off when I was in high school. Yeah, and translation software wasn't that good. Yeah, so it did get really fucked up, and now translation software is way better. And it's just like, oh yeah, this is what you mean. And if you just do this over and over, it's going to be fine. I blame AI. You Again, AI ruins they comedy should, podcasts they yet again. Make a, a new version that uses an older like mm. type of translation mm. software, so that you still get fucked up results, so that it's still fun. Exactly. I think they should make a new translation software specifically for this. That's just wrong a lot of the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's yeah. just I, fuck your sentences up. Net. I do have another one. Okay, that's something I could probably do if wow. I felt motivated enough. Well, it wouldn't be that hard. We're waiting. I'm not going to do it right now <laughs> on podcast. I think he's waiting for the one that I just announced. No, uh, we'll cut out the dead air while Gabe codes okay. a new app. This will be the last one, and then we'll... Uh, oh, we'll... I, I do have one, actually. Oh, we'll, we'll do two more, and then <laughs> right. we'll wrap it up. This one is a little dramatic. Uh, knocked down, I rise again. They never try to hold me down. <laughs> I get knocked down, but I get up again. The, the song... That's tub thumping by Chumba yes. Wumba. Yeah. Yes, which I is. think if you tried to put in tub thumping by Chumba Wumba in that, I would be interested to see if that yeah. if it does anything. I don't know if it's gonna be able to do Chumba Wumba. <laughs> uh so the one that I got, the yeah. only good one I could actually get was I'm doing my job and you should be sad. <laughs> I'm doing my job and you should be sad. My job. I'm just about to say the same thing again. Uh, Is it a line from Legend of Zelda? No. Okay. You might. We were we were we were talking about this quote not too long ago. Specifically, we were at a social event in which we were the only two people who knew this quote, and nobody else there did. When we were playing monikers. Mm-hmm. Ask not what you can do for your country. <laughs> With great power comes great, great responsibility. Great power comes great country. For Ma's last theorem. <laughs> the Bechdel test. I, all you I can you think are of. thinking of the right monikers session. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. Everyone everyone gives up. Yeah. The original quote was, uh, look upon my works in despair. Oh. The Ozymandias quote. Yeah, the moniker I was trying I to get people this. to guess was Oz- Ozymandias, which nobody knew what that was except for us, and we were on different teams. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know that. That, that was that is. pretty painful. It's a poem. Anyway, I've I've got a uh, bathtub pounding by Chumba Umba. <laughs> <laughs> bathtub pounding. Shorty. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast, Evan DM's Joke Doctor. Thank you so much to Kozuma and Gabriel for joining Sarah and myself on another episode of the podcast and uh thanks for being on the podcast and thanks for listening to the podcast and this was a house visit did he mention the podcast so there's a podcast and there's a patreon and the patreon.com is patreon.com slash joke doctor and there are bonus episodes as i uploaded a couple this morning i realized i hadn't put any up since april because no one was making me do it and uh should be pushier 
Correct. Send your emails to edjdpodcast at gmail.com if you want me to do something. Uh, <laughs> I'll, se- I'll send you some emails. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm not going to give you money, but I will send you some that's emails fine. making demands. We don't need your money. Yeah. If you want us to do different shit that's weird, uh, let us know in an email. House calls are fun. If you want us to come to your house, give us a nut, uh, fly us there. Yeah. 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 If you fly us to your house, we'll come to your house and do a podcast there. We'll do the podcast for free. All you have to do is fly us there. We'll do a bespoke episode of the podcast just for you. Do they have to fly you to their house even if they live like very close yeah. to you? Okay. Anyone in Syracuse, yeah. you're still paying. You're giving. You're comping the cost of a flight right? Yeah. either way. Oh, no. I think if they're paying for a flight, you have to take a flight. They take they take us to the airport and then we just sit there for a couple hours. No, you have to like you have to fly you have to fly from Syracuse <laughs> to Syracuse. Like you have to set up a flight so you have a layover in a different airport <laughs> before flying back to Syracuse. We we get up in the plane and just does one big loop de loop and yeah. then and with then a layover in like LA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. I think I may have said that already, but it's been fun, and this is the end of the podcast. Anything else, Sarah? Not this time. Do you want to join us in our slogan? I don't know what oh, yeah. it is, but I'll wing Let's it. Let's go. Okay. Three, two, no. I'll, I'll say the first part, and then you all say the second part. Great. And as we always say, if it ain't joke... Don't fix it. Don't fix it. It's not good. It's not good. That's a scathing review of our outro. Goodbye. Joke. Leave my house. <laughs> Well, um, we are now going to leave your house. <laughs> so, Goodbye. bye.